0: What most men don't know about porn. That's what we're talking about in this episode, and I'm going to attempt to focus it on five main aspects, and we're going to walk through them one by one, by one, by one, by one, clearly and concisely so that you know what you didn't know before this episode Uh, And the reason I made a video that's been on YouTube for a few weeks now of the same title and that I'm here making this podcast is because my dear husband, uh, now probably a month ago, said to me, you know, most men don't think that porn's a big deal. And he started naming our dear friends names. So friends, if you're listening, yes, you were named. He's like, you know, this guy, one of our best friends, he doesn't think porn's a big deal. And you know, this other guy, one of our best friends, he definitely doesn't think porn's a big deal. I'm like, I know, babe, which is why I make videos to teach men that porn is a very big deal. And the The sleuthiest or the most ingenious part of porn is that you don't understand how bad it is for you when you're consuming it. So if you consume a drug, you know that drug's bad for you because, you know, the world now knows that drugs are bad for you. Even a little bit of a drug, it's a choice to do something that's bad for you, where there's an organization called Fight the New Drug that is clearly fighting the new drug, pornography, because people don't know it's bad for them. So without further ado, let's break down the five main concepts. Let's start with number one. Number one is that, in fact, pornography consumption damages your brain. Proven. There are studies that show that it not only damages the structure, the cells of your brain, it significantly damages the functioning of your brain. And I'll break that down clearly, quickly, for just a second. What happens is when you consume porn, and especially if it's consistent and frequent and has any level of increasing intensity, what it does is it knocks out the frontal lobe in your brain, making it so that the frontal lobe does not perform as well as it would if you didn't watch porn. So it is damaging the frontal lobe. Now, the reason that is important is because your frontal lobe is used for many of your higher level thinking skills. So there's attention, focus, motivation, judgment, impulse control, working memory, all of those skills that your brain needs to go to work, that's housed in the frontal lobe All of the skills and abilities to be able to interact with other human beings socially, frontal lobe. All of the abilities to pump the brakes on your bad behavior and to make good decisions for yourself, frontal lobe. So if you're going back to the screen and you're knocking out your frontal lobe day in and day out, you're impairing the frontal lobe in your brain and it's going to give you all of these problems in terms of your thinking, your mental health, And your physical health, whether you know it or not. Those are the last three aspects we're going to talk about here. But let's move on into the midbrain, the reward centers in your middle brain. The reward centers are sensitized to levels of arousal. So if your brain's healthy, your brain is sensitized to go to work. And as you make small steps towards accomplishing a big project, your brain's getting dopamine hits. It feels the rewards of you know, doing that little step towards that big picture. And then when you accomplish that big project at work, your brain gets an even bigger reward and your brain learns you need to go to work to do things to consistently move forward towards accomplishing your goals. Same thing in your relationship, same thing in your hobby. So if you want to be a better golfer, you got to get out on the links and keep golfing and keep you know getting your score down and getting longer drives, getting better putts day-by-day small wins towards eventually you become a better and better golfer. Now, if you're knocking out the reward center in your brain, it can't do that anymore because it's used to hitting the easy button to get this flood of dopamine, a dopamine deluge. And what that does is it creates a dopamine deficit in your world. So now you don't want to have to go to work and make these small steps towards your big project. And you don't want to go practice golf because it's so much work and you're not getting any dopamine when you can just go to the screen, hit the easy button and get a dopamine flood. Delusion the screen deficit in your life. It's impairing and desensitizing the reward center in your brain. Now, how does that show up in terms of sex? It's bad the way that it shows up is that you have made it so that your brain needs this extreme amount of mental and visual and auditory stimulation from the screen coupled to significant physical stimulation from masturbation, which is not the case in a healthy sexual relationship or interaction. So you've taught your brain that it needs this super normal stimulus, this way more dopamine deluge stimulus from the screen and masturbation. So when you go to be with your honey, who's a real live woman who doesn't like any of the things that you see in pornography who doesn't look like the porn performers and now your brain can't get where it needs to go because it's been desensitized. So we know that from porn consumption, there is a decrease in attraction to one's partner. You start finding your partner less attractive. She hasn't lost any attraction. It's just that your brain's been trained to need this supernormal heightened arousal stimulus and it's frying out the reward center in your brain. That's why your life doesn't do it for you anymore. Your work doesn't, your hobbies don't, your relationships don't. And ultimately it ends up in erectile dysfunction for many men. And we know that young men who are experiencing erectile dysfunction through the roof right now. Science supports that and it's porn induced. So that is how your brain becomes damaged. Okay. That's number one. That's pretty heavy. I know it. Uh, Hopefully you're still with me. Hopefully you haven't turned this podcast off because you're like, this lady's a doom and gloom. I am not a doom and gloom. I am here to support you, but you need to know what you don't know. Uh, you know, like Hamilton says, and if you don't know, now, you know, so that's from Hamilton on Broadway, of course, not actual Alexander Hamilton, even though maybe he did say that. Um, OK, so let's move to number two. Number two is that if you think that your porn habit is just a harmless way to relax, I am also here to kill your buzz on that one and tell you that it's harmful So I'm myth-busting here. It's very harmful. Now, I already told you how in your brain, but I'm gonna tell you why, and then we're gonna talk about how it shows up in your life. So the why is that when you were young and you found porn, likely as a teenager or maybe even younger in adolescence, you found porn and it made your brain and your body and your mind feel good because of the dopamine deluge. What happened then is that It became a major tool for mood regulation. What mood regulation is, when you feel stressed, you go to porn. When you feel bored, you go to porn. Now, unfortunately, what happens is now you have a toolbox of one tool to regulate your mood. So you look in your bank account, you have less money. Your brain goes, I need porn. Or if your partner starts to say something confrontational to you and you're on the precipice of argument, your brain goes, I need porn. Mood regulation with one tool is very dangerous, especially a tool that in fact is doing what I said in number one, damaging your brain every time you use it. Now, when you when you grow up and you don't have a porn habit, and hopefully if you grow up in a secure environment and you learn many mood regulation tools, now you have this full toolbox of when you feel stressed out, you go for a run. When you feel overwhelmed, you go have coffee with a friend and you connect and you externalize that by chatting about it. If you're going through a particularly difficult time in your life, you get a coach. I just got my 17-year-old son a coach because he's feeling overwhelmed with, you know, applying to colleges, getting in and moving to that next phase of his life. I'm like, I know what you need, son. You need a coach. You need someone to move you through this phase of your life. And he's enjoying the process already. And more than that, he's getting the outcomes that he needs. He's feeling better. He's, he's on top of his game. So, you know, sometimes you have to go mood regulation. I need lots of tools. I need tools to offset those challenging or negative moods of stress and boredom. But at the same time, I need to create a lifestyle where I reduce the stress and boredom So if you have a toolbox of mood regulation for healthy regulation activities that you build into your lifestyle, which is the number one thing that I encourage people to do is to get on purpose in their work, do purpose, do purposeful work that you love, that jazzes you up and gets you out of bed each morning. Make sure your relationship is healthy through healthy interaction styles and communication and figuring out ways to regulate your mood so you don't go off the rails. And number three Do your hobbies, the things that you love and you haven't done in a long while. Do them, build them into your weekly schedule. You love to swim, go swimming. You love to jog, go jogging. You like Zumba. I just saw somebody who said their body doesn't move to Zumba, a woman. And I tried Zumba once. Irish girls can't do Zumba. At least this Irish girl can't do Zumba. So, figure out what you like and what you don't like. You want me to tell you what this Irish girl is good at? Boxing. We just got a new boxing bag, and I'm psyched to be able to try it. I forget what it's called. My son's been using it for the last two days. But you know, when I go down and I box, that's a way for me to offset stress and boredom in a really healthy way. I read books. I go stand up paddleboarding. The hubs goes golfing. He plays darts. He likes to play chess. He keeps saying, why don't you learn how to play chess? Because he's taught all of our kids because chess feels stressful to me, not fun. So that is not one of my mood regulation activities, but it's one of his. So find out the mood regulation activities that work for you and fill your toolbox with them. Get away from just that default of one tool going to porn because it's damaging your brain. Okay, moving on to number three. Now, the last three that we're going to talk about are what porn does to your mental health, psychologically, what it does to your cognitive thinking health and what it does to your physical health. And I've already started to talk about that. So let's start with mental health. Number one, we're on number three, actually, but number one of how it shows up in your world. So we know this from science, but I also know this anecdotally from the thousands of men that I work with is that porn consumption increases anxiety and stress. So I know what you're thinking. If you're going to porn to offset your stress and it's creating more stress, isn't that a vicious cycle? Yes, it is indeed. Absolutely vicious cycle that you're stuck in. And the way out is to offset stress in a different way. And then you won't create more stress. You'll just be offsetting it and you'll be able to move through leaving porn behind. That's why Your toolbox of mood regulation tools is one of the most important factors that you can do. But this is what we know from the science and and it's probably showing up in your world and you might not even be aware of it. That's the point of this podcast. If you feel more stressed out than ever, If you're anxious, if you're reactionary, if you feel angry, if you're irritable, if you snap at people, if you go to work and you love it less than you used to, or you just can't get motivated to do the things that you want to, or you used to want to do, or used to be able to do, it's probably the porn. Believe me on this. It's probably the porn. Porn is sucking that out of you. It's creating more stress and anxiety dopamine deficit in your life. It's making it so that your life doesn't do it for you anymore because you have trained your brain to go into the screen for the dopamine deluge. You got to break that cycle to be able to get out of it and improve your mental health. So anxiety goes up, stress goes up, depression goes up. That's the pendulum swings effect. You know, when you go high in anxiety, During the dopamine deficit, not only do you feel more anxious, you feel lower, and it can be true depression or it can be lack of motivation the way that it shows up. In terms of irritability, it's that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, high highs and low lows, depending upon where you are in the porn addiction cycle, it will really mess with your mental health and your behaviors And the crazy part, the doubly dangerous part, as I just made a video, is that your self-awareness and your ability to see it might be very low. You might not even be able to see that in yourself and it's happening to you and, you know, your partner doesn't know what's going on. Your kids don't know what to expect from you and you don't even see it happening many times. That's why I'm here recording this podcast. Okay, let's move on to Did I cover everything in mental health that I wanted to talk about I covered the basics for sure, but it shows up in many different ways. So let's go to number four, which is cognitive health, your thinking. Now we know that the dopamine deluge creates brain fog. And I can see it in people's brain graphs when they do home neurofeedback coaching with me with the Muse headband. So if you haven't heard me talk about this, go on over to drtrishley.com, go to the home neurofeedback coaching page, and Look on that page in the middle. There's a section on the headband and what it does on that page. You can purchase it with a 15 percent discount. If you're interested, you do not have to sign up for my services if you don't want to, but you can get the headband at a discount there. What the headband does is it regulates your brain and it brings it back into the optimal performance pattern, keeping it out of that pendulum, helping you to be able to leave porn behind and to feel good moving closer and closer to the optimal brain performance pattern. And it measures it the whole time and shows you what your brain is doing. So it's really, really cool. And many, many people are purchasing that. But if you have a slipper relapse, you'll see that your brain is flooded with dopamine and you'll be able to line it up with that brain fog feeling that lack of motivation, not be able to think clearly that shows up after a slip or a relapse or a porn session. But that dopamine deluge, it's dulling your brain. It's taking the edge off it. So the more you go in, the more your brain is becoming dulled, more you go into a session. So know that because most men don't know that when you go in, you are taking your edge off. You are making it so that you can't think and you will have brain fog. Your attention goes down. Your focus goes down, your anxiety goes up and your ability to get things done in your life and your world go kaput. So that is true. You go into a session, you're damaging your brain and you're making it so that you cannot think. There's links to Alzheimer's and dementia because the more you fry your brain out, the more you're lowering the power. And ultimately, if you keep doing that, you will, it'll be more difficult for you to think over time. And what dementia is, is lowering of power and an increased in the slow speed in the brain that has early onset and damaging of the cells, which we know that porn damages the cells too. So it negatively impacts, it impairs your thinking. And if you've experienced that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's not a pleasant Sight. It's not a pleasant experience. And I want you to know most men don't know porn impairs their ability to think, be motivated, focus and get things done. OK, now let's go over to number five, which will button up how porn impacts you physically. So we know and I've already mentioned that there's an increase in erectile dysfunction because the reward center in the brain is desensitized, basically fried out And it shows up in two ways physically. So physically, it shows up as being less attracted sexually to your partner. Or for young men, science shows that young men are not even seeking out sexual partners. They're just watching more porn. So more than ever before in history, young men are not getting female sexual partners. They're just watching porn which is giving them erectile dysfunction and is creating this addictive cycle and making things worse and worse and worse for them. At the same time, we know that there is a correlation with a decrease in testosterone the more you consume pornography. So I know so many men, said friends, not all of them, but said friends that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that so many men now are on a testosterone supplement because they have quote unquote low T, But they don't know their low T, their low testosterone levels are because they are consuming pornography and ejaculating so much that lowers testosterone levels. We know that. And so masturbation is a number one way that we have testosterone levels are being lowered And so if you stay out of the screen, you balance out not only your neurotransmitters, but your hormones, because you're throwing your neurotransmitters and hormones off by being in this addictive cycle, which messes with your mental, cognitive and physical health. So that makes it so that you don't feel as strong mentally and physically as you would if you left your habit behind. And if you don't believe me, please go over to my YouTube channel. Dr. Trish Lee, and you will read many, many, many people's comments saying that I'm on day 17 and I feel better than ever. I feel sharper mentally and stronger physically. I'm on day 42. I've never felt this good in my life. I'm clearer, I'm calmer, I'm stronger. So if you don't believe me, go over there and look at people's anecdotal stories for how much better they feel when they leave porn behind. The reason they feel so much better is. Because of all the five things I just told you, it's damaging your brain. It's become your one mood regulation tool, the one you go to the most. It's impairing your mental health, your cognitive thinking health, and your physical health, which ends up being a recipe for disaster. Now, you want a success recipe? We'll end with that today. The success recipe is leave the screen behind, and a new study shows that People are not able to leave porn behind because they don't have the right tools. That's why I've created the programs that I've created. So clearly there's no pressure, but if you want help on this journey and if you've not been able to accomplish it yourself, please go check out our programs. They're there for the people who need and want them. If not, stay on my YouTube channel because I'm putting out new videos every single week. But the point is, if you don't have the right tools and you're caught in this, I've been trying for a long time and I'm not succeeding loop, it's because you don't have the right tools, not because it's impossible, because you don't have the right tools and what the study shows is you need the right support. So in my 90-day program, there's a group coaching Program also that you can add so you get the right support from me and really cool, like minded people one time a week to keep you moving in the right direction to implement the right strategies. And those are the two factors that were found to help people be successful. So if you don't want to do that with me, do that yourself. You can go to Dr. Trish Lee. Dot com. And if you go to Porn Brain Rewire and you go to a tab underneath it, I know I should know the URL, but it says why Porn Brain Rewire that walks you through everything that's in the 10 lessons in the 90 day program. And if you can't join the program, look at what's in those lessons because it's what you need to succeed and then get a community or at least an accountability partner to support you through that journey so that you can rock it out. OK, I hope that helps. Uh, you know how it goes. It's what you don't know that takes you down. And now you know these things and knowledge is power. And so I hope you can use these five factors to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, get out of the screen uh, and get into your life for not only dopamine, but for happiness and for joy and for the right amounts of pleasure. Okay, rock it out and I'll see you next time on the podcast.